0: Hi, this is Frank And this is Tim And we just stepped into
1: The Vectorverse. Yeah!
2: Yeah! <laughs> I am Vector, And this is the Vectorverse. I have two very special guests On the show today A couple of guys A couple of beers And a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia The host of My favorite geek podcast In the world Two Geeks who geek out over a couple of ungeeky beers Tim and Frank from Beer with Geeks welcome to the Vactiverse my friends
1: Thank you oh, thank you for having us it's it, always an honor to be even close to the Vactiverse never mind on the Vactiverse
0: It is it is an honor and a privilege to be here
2: You guys not only are you great friends great fathers great husbands um, I'm not married to you but I'm pretty sure you guys are great husbands I <laughs> I just cannot tell you guys how great you are in all aspects, but you guys are great podcasters and great comic book fans. So I'm very pleased to have you here in the Vectorverse. You've been a guest on my show before, back when it was comic book Kaiju, but I said, I got to get these guys into the Vectorverse because I, you know, what's funny. uh, So full disclosure, Frank has not seen across the Spiderverse yet, but Tim has. So I used to say I want your guys' comic book origin story, but from now on, from this day forward, I will be referring to them as canon events. And Frank, you'll see that in the Spider Verse. But I wanted to get these two geeks on to get their canon event. What got them into comic books? And since I met Frank first, I'm going to ask Tim, Tim oh. Gannon. What was, your, what was your canon <laughs> event?
1: Um my can well you want what got me into comic books or like what got me into superheroes because uh, I think those are two different
2: things. Mm, let's get both. I want to hear both cuz i've never asked you this. I've known you for 900 years and i've never asked you this question before. So i'm i'm curious for both. A long time so, to train Jedi 900 Yeah. Years. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Go in chronological order, which one came first, superheroes right. or comic books? So superheroes
1: came first, I think, as it did for for um, for our generation, and, and you know, like you're just kind of like whatever was shown to you first. I feel like that's kind of your entry point, and so mine was. Um. So, just full disclosure, my daughter is like ten feet off camera, so you might hear a one-year-old <laughs> at different points. Um, currently, she's saying Zinny Bed," which is our dog's name, and so she's tapping the the chair because she knows the dog likes the chair. But anyway, if, is if not she flies by
2: with her cape flowing in the wind, I'm going to go crazy.
1: It's, yeah, <laughs> was,
2: she she might be she
1: might be making an appearance on camera in about a second. So, which is okay. You want to be on
2: camera, Eloise? Eloise, there she is! Oh. Yay! Hey. Say this hi. Is, Training the next generation of geek <laughs> yeah. right here, Eloise.
1: Yeah. So she was actually sitting in her chair reading a Star Wars book and a Superman book, and so like, yes, we are training the next generation. <laughs> that is Love perfect. Yeah. Tim has so,
2: sent so many uh, videos of her.
1: Yeah, she's she's good. She's good people, right? <laughs> but it, <laughs> that's your uncle Frank, right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i can't hear you because i have headphones on so it's <laughs> um but anyway so i um my first thing that i absolutely definitely watched was the adam west movie Ooh, yeah um, and so that was that was i would argue the canon event was like you know the mm. you know being you know being put in front of the tv and say you will like this and i said yes i do i do like this very much um and then it was like like the adam west and burt ward animated show like we would Ooh, go to yes, Blockbuster yes. the vhs mm. of that um and then we actually also got the superman one at the same times because i remember like like liking the brainiac episode of mm. the superman one and then uh but i also but then i also really liked the um like Penguin and Riddler and Joker and Catwoman of, uh, ah, of the animated, yeah. I actually have more vivid memories of watching that than of the Adam West live action movie. Um, and then uh, I also want to say, and then the the Fleischer Superman cartoons. Yes, which he had on mm. tape, probably, I think it was like I think it was like it, like Frank kind of like knows when his came about. I know his story, but like I'm pretty sure mine just materialized in the house one day. I have no idea what
2: <laughs> it came. About it was tim from the future the reverse yeah, ganon he came like placing it
1: into the oh yeah, man that reverse flash style but not ah, evil right yeah he created so,
2: himself
1: yeah so um those are the things that got me in and then and then like some other television shows like you know batman the animated series or x-men and spider-man on fox kids those certainly went the superman the Animated series those go a long way um fantastic four um oh. Uh, the Hulk, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man. I used to love all of that stuff. Mm. And then so, and then I was, I'm old enough that I remember, I am mean, you guys are the same age, but like when the grocery store used to sell comics. Ah, um,
2: yes. And so yes. I remember
1: being in line with my mom and with my, and my brother, and there was Marvel Reborn was like doing its thing. Oh, wow. And so I, we like got a, just got a couple of those, but it was a fantastic four issue and it had Black Panther in it and Super Scroll and Dr. Doom and the Hulk and like all this stuff. And it was Jim Lee art. And like, oh. I didn't know, like, but I knew these characters because of those cartoons. Mm. And then I, um, so I was just like totally in. Yes, that's a picture of mommy. Very <laughs> <laughs> Um, And so. No, save for the say for the microphone.
2: <laughs>
1: now she won't say it. <laughs> I apologize that the Vactaverse has been a, uh, (laughs) been, uh, uh, bombarded. It's been canonized. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, and so, uh, yes, ma'am. There's a picture of mommy. (laughs) Go get your your Superman book. Go get your Superman book for me. And she's off. (laughs) Um, Incidentally, Superman of Smallville uh, is an excellent kids' graphic novel. Ooh. Just so everyone is aware, can confirm it nice. is age appropriate for every. There's like nothing, like nothing bad in it at all. It's so good. Um, and so, um, uh, so anyway, so those were like the comic vents. and I remember getting like comics for my birthday one year, and this was like, um. Uh, clone saga spider-man Ooh. so it was like ben riley fighting mm. mysterio yes. Yes. and a couple of batman they made series comics and i like but none of those like it never made me like i need to get the next one i need to get mm. the next one I need to get to the next right. one that never really happened for me um even i do have going back to like the grocery store i remember getting peter parker spider-man P- peter parker spider-man number 50 the return of the green goblin and the death of ben riley like easily Ooh. my most treasured comic book ever john romita jr art it was just Ooh. like explosive kind of changed my like like how much i love the thing you know like that's kind of you know you know how like you have that thing like i like liked star wars and then the phantom menace came out and then i loved star wars <sighs> oh, you know man. like so You the, the, that turn event was definitely peter parker spider-man number 50 um, and then I was in high school, I was working at Blockbuster and a friend of mine, who I Palmer, who I do Academy Rewind with on Topable Audio Network, he came in to the store and he was like, Wonder Woman killed Max Lord. And I was like, that means nothing to me, but tell me more. <laughs> um, and and so he started bringing me the books that he was reading, like, and that was about the like, was that was the same time as the return of Jason Todd oh, uh, and just like kind of getting into the crisis and that's where i started to go to the store and pick up books on a weekly basis um and that just has continued forward to this day um so i was 16 17 so you're talking like almost 20 straight years of reading comics
2: man i love hearing that and i also love the kind of whenever i have a guest on and and i get their their canon event I love hearing the time frame and the environment that they grew up in, because everyone is shaped by all these, you know, external forces and everything comes together to create this comic book fan. So when I, when I think about Tim Gannon, now I will have all of these memories of how he was formed. Um, so this is fantastic. Now let's get to the man with the plant the most rambling man on the internet frank ramblings what is your canon event
0: my canon event uh happens to to coincide with my first memory oh. period oh wow um i remember and i may have been exposed before this but this is the first i remember i remember being exposed to superman the day my my younger sister was born. She's three, I was three years old. Oh, and wow. And it's my first memory because I got a sister. Uh, but I remember that the day she was born, my parents gave me, you know, a couple, of, a couple of presents because I wasn't the only child anymore. And one of those presents was a VHS of the Superman Fleischer cartoons. Yeah. That I wore, I played that tape to death, Uh, destroyed it uh have since owned other copies. But I absolutely fell in love with Superman in particular and superheroes in general that day, uh over 30 years ago. And I I, you know, then uh remember watching a lot of the George Reeves series. I had a a tape with uh my dad had taped a marathon uh Mm. of that show off of TV so I had a bunch of those episodes that I watched a lot as a kid and then the superman the animated series came out I remember the night that premiered the the uh the the three part you know movie length event uh and watched that show for its whole run and uh died in the wool huge superman fan you know from age 3 um and and remained so ever, ever since um so that was how I got into superheroes and superman in particular um i i really got to like spider-man a lot you know growing up in the the 90s you had a lot of spider-man content on tv and in uh you know a lot i I owned a lot of action figures of superman and spider-man and some batman and you know i had the the batman forever Batman batmobile uh i remember when that movie came out and it was a i was probably like first or second grade or something or maybe third grade when that movie came out and it was a big um big exciting summer and then uh i remember fast forward you know i'm a huge superman fan for years fast forward a few years to when i'm right around the time I'm starting high school somewhere around that and i started visiting my local comic shop with some friends they were they were into manga and i was sort of tagging along i wasn't really a mm. comics reader yet but they were there for, for manga, and I was looking around and I spotted Superman Red Sun. Ooh. And uh and it was like at the checkout counter. Like it was on the way out. And I, I asked the the owner, like, what what is this? And he was like, oh man, you've got to read this. Like, this is so good. It's like, what would happen if Superman landed, you know, 12 hours later and landed in in uh the USSR instead of the USA. Uh and I was just uh, that the, just the concept of it like was so interesting to me that it just mm. it, it pulled me in a- and that's the first comic i really remember reading for real i'm sure i browsed others before that um i probably browsed some superman uh like newspaper comic strips from back in the day and that kind of thing but that's the first one that i remember really like being like okay i'm gonna read a comic for real um and that was probably when i realized that comics were were more than just uh comic strips you know that they were that there was more substance to them or could be more substance to them uh mm-hmm. than the comics that i sort of stergus stereoty- than than like golden or silver age comics let's say right uh, which was right. sort of my stereotypical idea of what what comics were um, realized I was wrong about that. And, and so <laughs> I, 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 that was my gateway. And from there I started reading a, a, around the era that, that Tim's talking about. We're only a couple of years apart in age, but the, uh, the infinite crisis era, mm. um, I, I, around that same time I started getting into Smallville and from there I was following a lot more, um, internet communities, Superman based internet communities, And, uh, I remember people talking about things like, uh, crisis on infinite earths and infinite crisis and identity crisis and all these other events that happened in between. Um, and I was like, I, I, I want to, I want to know more about this. What's 52 what's Mm. what's final crisis. What's all this stuff. Um, so I, I, you know, really went back and caught up on years of events and, and DC canon uh, and and really that's when i i really became like a dc fan more broadly and mm. really fell in love with the the universe the characters i became a big, hal, a big hal jordan guy around that time um uh i was already a big john stewart guy from from the justice league series um and but but hal i was like oh okay this is like this was like the one of the well not the first i guess but you know the one of the the longest running cool like i was learning a lot about about all that stuff the the uh uh jeff johns superman uh, uh, action comics run was happening around that time and i was just ah. absolutely in love with that run um uh, actually it was around that time factor that you and i met and i started doing superman uh bits for for your podcast at the time i was, we were doing like monthly like here's what happened in superman oh, this month
2: man i forgot about that yeah that was oh yeah. man that a was a great ago. time yeah yeah. yeah yeah so that
0: was a great time in in superman comics mm. great time in you know smallville Dang. was on and all, all these it was a great time to be a fan uh for me and i've i've i haven't been i haven't been a monthly reader uh consistently ever since i i've fallen off the wagon a few times and, and gotten back on but um I, I have been a huge DC fan ever since. And, and, you know, obviously it goes without saying that like the Marvel movies, the last few years have been, have been huge. And I've, I've absolutely loved those, but like my, my first love was, was Superman and, and was the, and the DC uh, characters. Um, and, and I just, yeah, I absolutely have been, mm. have, have been a huge fan ever since, but that's how it all started.
2: Wow, oh, man, that is fantastic. And I love, like I said, hearing the time period of when you got into it and then hearing you name those stories, I I can picture exactly what, you know, where I was and then what was going on in comics at that time. So, and we also have kind of a similar um, journey, I think, because Superman was the first superhero that my dad, I think placed in front of me because I don't have a specific memory. I just remember him always being, Oh, it's Superman. He's always there. Batman, Superman, um Spider-Man, they're just always they've always been in my life. And then um the Superman Red Sun experience that you had, I had kind of a similar experience with Speeding Bullets, which was a oh, Superman nice. as Batman or what if Batman was Superman or and it's I a, saw
1: that where he's like, he's got a full face covering and he's in a yes. Batman costume, but the, the back crest is in the shape of the, the Superman crest. Yes. Yes. And, right and
2: it's that one of those iconic Superman poses, one of those iconic covers. And when I saw it, I was like, what is this? My mind was blown kind of like Frank with the red sun. Um, I said, I have to read this. And then that was kind of the period of when graphic novels and trade paperbacks were first kind of coming in. And before that, it was like, oh, if you missed it, you missed it. It was kind of like reruns on TV, you know, like um, if you missed the episode, you you had you there was no Internet. There was no on demand stuff. So the trade paperbacks were huge for me because I was able to catch up on like the Venom arc and Spider-Man and all these different things on Superman and, and things that I was not reading at the time. And I did like Frank, I did kind of like a, a deep dive on a lot of the characters. And especially when I got into podcasting and I got into talking about comics on a regular basis and then when i discovered that you could get comics for free from your local library that was another huge moment for me as well as uh when i discovered oh there's other people talking about comic books on podcasts so all of those things kind of shaped me so it's it's cool to hear these stories because like i said i've never asked you guys i've known you guys for for decades and i still just did not know a lot of your origin stories and we've both both of you two have hosted separate podcasts with me before. Um, so we have like a huge connected web of mm-hmm. podcasting and comic books. Um and I think we all love Marvel, but we have a DC connection as um a core element to us. I think Superman and Batman, those are the the two things that we uh have, have kind of locked in on it and come together on. So yes, it's, it's, it's always great just to hear how you guys got into it. And, and uh, also to see, cause you guys are one of the, the two people that I talk to the most about superheroes and comic book properties, whether it's a movie or television show. Um, so I always have a good time when I'm talking to you guys and, and uh, I, I love uh, picking your brains and just getting your, your take on something or your knowledge about something. So thank you very much for just being you, both of you two. And uh I I I want to also get your Beer with Geeks canon event because like I said, this is my favorite geek podcast on the internet where uh Frank and Tim they just talk about whatever is going on in pop culture or whatever they've been enjoying that week. Um so I'm very curious because I think I don't know if I was or what I was doing when, when beer with geeks started. So I want to hear how it got, it uh, came about. I,
0: I can, I can start. And then Tim, I, I can hand it over to you. Cause, cause I, I what I remember is I, I moved uh, from, from New York where I'd been living my whole life and where I grew up. I moved up to to Boston when I, I met, you know, the woman who would eventually become my wife and I got a new job and, moved my life up up to Boston and Tim lived near Boston and Tim was my only friend uh, already in Massachusetts. And so I was excited, like, Hey, we'll get to hang out more. And, mm-hmm. and we, we, maybe for a year or so, we, you know, saw each other every few weeks, sort of found a, a reason to, to see each other uh, uh, as much as we could. And then Tim, you were going off on, on a trip.
1: Yeah. So I was going to China for work. Um, for two weeks, and I said to Frank before I left, I said, We should do a podcast together um I'm going to China for two weeks, so let's like you know here's like the seed of the idea, and let's let's talk when I get back and Frank said, all right, so let's each come up with fifty topic ideas on our own in two weeks because we the assumption is that if you could come up with fifty topics, fifty episodes. Even if they overlapped a little bit, you know, like obviously we'd end up talking about some of the same things. But it, if we had 50 ideas, then we could get roughly 50 episodes out of the podcast. And therefore, we could probably get 50 more and 50 more and 50 more. And now we're over 450 episodes. Um. So, like, clearly it worked. Like, <laughs> oh, that was a great idea. Um. And so I actually don't really remember the inception of why beer with geeks especially like yeah i don't because we were going over each other's houses and we would basically like we would basically like cook dinner for one another and just hang out and talk about stuff that we were interested in so we just took that core concept and turned it into a show i think that's really where it came from yeah Um without the dinner part we would just eat dinner first and <laughs> then you know because at the time we were both single you know we weren't married we were living on our own so we hmm. had the time and so Kinder we were geeks yeah basically yeah, yeah. we thought that it was, this was the days before asmr so uh, this was back in the days of the ussr so um, <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> so, um, uh, so like we didn't think about like oh people would love to hear us eating close to the microphone. oh sure <laughs> yeah yeah no that did not that did not
0: dawn on us at the time no back in 2014 uh, or what yeah I mean, so we were doing yeah. it
1: before like when podcasts were like still kind of fringy they were st- like yeah it was, it was still core, a... like they became like commercialized really mm. yeah it was still pretty very much a hobbyist thing
0: you know and we had all i mean we'd all been doing podcasts for for years before that even um i i had i had st- we, i guess tim and i had both stopped for for a few years um for various reasons but and i was i was i remember looking for uh and i think i mentioned this to dude i was looking for like the right show concepts like to mm. sort of be able to get back into it as a hobby now that i had time for it again and and i i think that that stuck somewhere in the back of, that, that, that i planted the seed somewhere in the back of your head and then you were like all right, I'll do a podcast with you. Here's what we're going to do. Like, I'm going for two weeks. And when I get back, we're doing a podcast. We're doing it Well, because
1: <laughs> the both of us had podcasts separately. Like Frank had a few, he did one with you. I did one with you and Hunter, Hunter camp. So like we were, uh, Frank knew more, but like at least like we were comfortable <laughs> with the medium, uh the medium ahead of time. Um, and so uh, it was, the hardest part i think like if you go back to those very first episodes we were like low balling like here here we are in my kitchen with i one yeti mic in the middle yeah, and like two or three episodes in we were like this is no good we can't do it (laughs) that way um and so we pretty much just stepped up our game from there and it was truthfully it was covid that allowed us to kind of keep going because as Frank like slowly moved from New York all the way up to uh, New Hampshire, like he just kind of kept going up the up <laughs> New England up to like the edge of the United States. Yeah, I I, just um, kept,
0: I I got close to Tim, and then I started getting further and further away from Tim, and it was getting hard for us to meet
1: up. <laughs> but because of like because all of a sudden like video recording became um, not just available but easy uh to to record on all ends we've been able to keep going even though we don't live in the same state you know just much easier than we used to have to do it because i mean you remember we would all be on like skype or something oh, like yeah. that and you'd have right. to like you'd be sending people like audio files and different yeah like yeah. Different,
2: different
1: and it was such a pain uh but you know now it's it's much easier and so and truthfully we like this is not so much the origin story of or the canon event but like we keep going just because we can you mm. know like you know like we we don't really care at this point we don't care about you know numbers or accolades or even if anybody really cares about the topic anymore we been doing <laughs> it for so long that like because we've had other shows right we've like you know we've like talked to like directors and cast members of supergirl and like you know and you know which was fun like multiple multiple actors and directors and writers and all this stuff and like that was almost i felt like that was kind of the heyday you know we did it we put our we 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 did our time and now we're we're coasting
0: yeah i mean now we've you know we both were we've since gotten married and and we have kids and you know, separately we're not married to each other, but, <laughs>
2: um,
0: but you know, like, uh, life changes, takes to different places. And, but, but beer the geeks has been a constant in that time. And, and, you know, from when we were both unmarried to now we're both married and each have a kid and, and, uh, and live in different state, each of us lives in a different state than when the show started. And, um, Oh yeah. But, I moved
1: too. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So like we, it's, uh, but it's cool. It's it's our weekly appointment to hang out. It is it is two friends and it, it is our weekly sort of excuse to to hang out. And hmm. And even at the beginning, that's kind of what it was, was here is a structured reason for us to get together at the time. It was in person. Now it's over Zoom. But like it was a structured like like excuse to be like, all right, we're going to get together every week to do this and we'll hang out around it. But like, here's our excuse to make time on the calendar. And we still do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, it's great. That's great. Yeah,
2: that's very interesting because I have something similar. Um, a lot of times it's video games where, okay, let's get together, play this game on yes. this night and it's, we can talk while we're playing and it's just kind of a hangout and a meetup and I don't go to bars and, and uh, cl- nightclubs. I play video games and I podcast. Those are my, yep. my vices. So um, yeah, I, I I can definitely relate to that and having a structured hangout is so important because there's been people that, you know, have kind of fallen off. I I don't talk to them as much just because we didn't have a structured. This is Mm -hmm. the time we're going to talk each week. This is the time we're going to meet up. So I can relate to that a hundred percent. And I'm, I'm glad that beer with geeks is still going. Um, I think out of all the friends I've had and all the podcasters I've known, you guys have the longest running podcast, the most consistent one. So uh kudos to you and I I will always have a spot for you guys, no matter what podcast I'm doing, but um my current venture, the Vactiverse, anytime um you guys I, I really want to get uh a DC animated round table going where we can every time there's a DC animated movie. Um, our schedules haven't aligned a hundred percent. You know, pe-
1: I'm you know I'm there for that. I watch every single one. So except for the R W, that one had that I was, was the- just about to Honestly. say the most
2: recent one. No, so that's true. Like out of almost forty <laughs>
1: movies, it's like the only one that I was like, no, no, no not, 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 not <laughs> clearly not even like it's not meant for me. Like I'm not familiar with the with the other side. It's not a, a subgenre that I care about, and um, and I'm I'm still watching Next Generation. I have not watched anything Ooh. unless it's with my wife. I have not watched anything else but the Next Generation, and Man. so I'm already i season three. Like I'm <sighs> like I'm nice. flying through because I want to get to season six and man. then do and then do chronological ds9 oh, with next man. gen to then get into void so start switching it all up so i'm like plowing through as much
2: as like you man. you have got me chomping at the bit to talk about star wars and star trek with both of you so we also have to find time to have uh that discussion in the future frank are you interested at all in that it's dc rwby Are you interested in that at all? Do you have any interest? Ah.
0: (laughs) I could be convinced.
1: That's the thing. As
0: as a structured excuse to hang out with my friends, I'll watch anything.
1: That's a good point. Yeah, I would do that. I I mean, they're also like 75 minutes. So, like, the commitment of watching one is really small. Right. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I still have actually haven't watched it yet. I bought it, but I haven't watched that. And then. I always love watching the special features on mm. every single one, and I still haven't watched the Batman. Uh, what is it? Gotham? Doom, the the Doom, Doom that came
1: to Gotham. Yeah, I still haven't yeah. watched the
2: special features on that one yet. Me uh, either. But, actually,
1: normally I like I have like a system. I'll I'll watch the What's coming next? Mm, like yes, yes, thing yes. first. Then I'll watch the movie. Then I'll watch the behind the scenes. Yes, but Doom that came to Gotham didn't have what was coming next, and it just threw me oh. for a loop. Um, I don't even know if I actually finished Doom that came to Gotham. Now that I think about it, that is not, you sound like like a bunch of guys who have kids.
2: (laughs) Mm, (laughs) We got, we have to get together and talk some more DC animated in the future, but Tim and Frank, I cannot thank you enough for joining me here in the Vactiverse today. Um, I'm going to have the link to beer with geeks. Everyone check them out. Um, Check out all the things that they're doing on thought bubble audio and everything that Tim and Frank are creating in the world and putting out into the, into uh, into the internet. I want you all to check them out. Cause these guys are, like I said, not only are they great uh, fathers, husbands, people, men, podcasters, they're just great guys in general. So I, I love everything that uh, is Tim and Frank. So you guys should check them out and be on the lookout in the future for more appearances from the beer with geeks, because we got to talk some more star wars star trek dc marvel everything is going to be coming up beer with geeks and i'll have a root beer on our next uh, episode so thank you very much for joining me my friends i want to let everybody know that tim loves comics frank loves comics and you should too